Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, we get to speak with Courtney Herring. She's a co-founder at MedSnake Media, and she's been running this full-service growth and billing company. She's got an amazing story. We had a chance to chat earlier uh, in the green room, and uh, I've been connected with her for over a year, and it's been really amazing to watch her journey and come all full circle, and she's doing some really amazing things, and I'm Super excited to have her on the podcast. Courtney, thank you so much for taking the time and coming onto the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's an honor to um, be on this podcast. Um, Absolutely. I am just so excited to be able to tell my story and also kind of go through my journey um, in business. Fantastic. Yeah. That's beautiful. So uh, as we were talking in the green room, you know, you were going over some of the things like, like whenever, as, as entrepreneurs, we know that we never get what we want when we need it. You know, if you want some Correct. quiet, there's, there's, there's an ambulance running by or there's, there's something happening that's like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I just need to disconnect, like calm myself, nerves down and then see what can come out of this opportunity. And as entrepreneurs, we get to a point where we know exactly where we can find something. Sometimes things don't work out, but other times it's like, okay, I can make this situation and work, make it work for me. It's like, hey, you know, this is what's happening, blah, blah, blah. So tell us a little story about, uh, tell, a little, tell us a journey a version of your journey that no one's heard of before and you know where this all where where did Messnake Media came from and what inspired you to start this all up so something that probably no one has heard before is I never really fit in in a lot of different places um in school, I was always the outspoken one. I was also the person that didn't really follow. Um, you know, wasn't bullied. I did have friends, things mm-hmm. like that. That's not where the story's going. But I just, I couldn't, um, I guess, follow rules. I thought that some of the rules were honestly dumb. Yeah. Um, or they didn't make any sense. And how some of the things, you know, that I wasn't good at. And I'll just say this, I wasn't ever good at math. Um, and I'm saying this because I always knew I didn't want to do anything in math. So it was kind of like, you know, why are we focusing on this? Like, uh, how is this going to help my life? And how is this going to mold me into the person, you know, that I need to be? So I want to start out with, of course, school is important. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you get from school. But I also think that people with creative minds need to also be cultivated. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about me is um, I am an artist. I can draw very, very well. 
um, only drawing. Painting is different now, mm-hmm. but I can, um, you know, different medium. So uh, drawing definitely pencil. Um, I'm more of a of a dreamer, someone who thinks outside of the box, mm-hmm. and a lot of times that can be seen as um, just kind of not good, right? I'm not conforming to mm-hmm. society and doing exactly what I'm supposed to do, A, B, and C. Yeah. So I'll kind of move to, you know, college. One of the things that I did was that really helped me grow was I am a division one athlete, full scholarship athlete. I ran the four, the 200 high jump, as well as nice. all the relays. Mm-hmm. And that was the only place that my mind was quiet. Um, My mind is always thinking. It's Mm -hmm. always running. And the only time it's not running is if I'm running, literally running. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think I'm probably just exerting so much energy, right? (laughs) That I can't think, right? (laughs) That's that's my piece. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's my piece. Um, So I always thought it was a little bit weird because no one really talked about mental stability um kind of around me and how important that also is right in our Mm -hmm. journey in life yeah um so i am still working on that meaning you know trying to incorporate like meditation um and also just taking a moment taking a pause and actually doing this podcast is actually making me stop Mm -hmm. and think about what am i doing so again i'm gonna thank you um, for even oh, having me on here. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. So, yeah, thank you. So what's next? I so mean, I, so so you yeah, you were a nonconformist. I'm going to just say that because yeah, yeah. being because it's there's some there's something about school that wants you to make you conform, and and that's yeah. because the system. The schooling system is over a hundred years old. They're designed for the industrial age where they want you to stay in one place for eight hours. So they start with three hours, then they go to five hours, then for full-time work, you know, for school, then you are there eight hours. So they're training you to be in one place and work a machine, you know, so they're making you conform and it's totally okay now to not be that conforming person like no i'm i'm going to be my own individual person i'm going to come up with my own you know things that i'm passionate about and and stuff so totally awesome totally get it i was the same way and then you come around about you know having your mind running all the time which is which is a beautiful thing because you're constantly thinking, you're constantly solving problems, you're constantly taking a stand. But then again, we do need to go to sleep because that's where, you know, they say that sleep, lack of sleep is what causes memory loss because you're storing all that stuff in that short-term memory. It's not getting the time to get transferred over to long-term memory. So, and it's amazing to see that, you know, your your mind calms down when you're actually running and then you, you're you actually doing the transfer. So really cool, really cool um, points that you, I don't know if you call it points, but 
yeah, I'm, I'm totally happy and glad that you're able to calm down and think about what right. you're actually doing and, and, you know, share that with us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So fast forward to I've gone to school, I went to college, I get a job. So my profession is social work. So mm -hmm. because, you know, uh, I'm creative and I love people, yeah. I got into that business. And one of the things that I was doing was crisis work. So I was the one who came in if you were homicidal, mm. uh, suicidal, or had any kind of audio or visual hallucinations, I was the one that did your assessment mm. and decided if you were safe enough to be in the community. I was really good at that. Um, I able to I was able to connect with people, make very quick uh, connections, mm -hmm. right, to get them to wherever they needed to be to be safe, possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what happened was I was doing well in that job and I got pregnant. I was mm. 36 at the time yeah. and things were just happening and it wasn't safe anymore, right? I'm not just walking around with my body. I yeah. have another body with me, yeah. right? So I had to do something different. Uh, so then I started working with veterans. I had my son and 10 weeks of him being out. Mm -hmm. uh, they said that basically he was possibly dying. Oh my God. So I lost my job during this time. And that was because I wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and thank goodness he is, you know, healthy now, but basically yeah. we had bone marrow biopsies. We had uh, spinal tap. He also had, you know, just all of these things to think about a 10-week-old baby having yeah. all of these problems. Oh, my God. Um, and then the, I also lose my job. So I'm like, okay, I'm pregnant, really, and I don't, well, I have a baby now, and I don't have yeah. a job. Yeah. So I was mad, and I tell people all the time, I was mad at a lot of things. I was mad spiritually. I was mad at my decisions in life. Um, I had money, right? I didn't have a child without of, you know, where I didn't have the money to do that. Um, he does have a dad and we are together, but I'm just saying yeah. I wanted to make sure that I had everything that I needed personally, whether I was married, unmarried or not. So what occurred was I kind of slipped into a depression and postpartum. Again, they didn't know if he was going to die or live. Um, and there were some major liver issues and they couldn't figure it out. So during this time, I went to a huge depression. I had to move because I didn't have a job. I had to move with my boyfriend at the time yeah. and we had to figure it out when I've always been independent. So I decided to make my own business because the reason why I was in the predicament that I was in was because if I had the flexibility that I needed in order to raise my family, yeah. that wouldn't have happened to me. Exactly. Right? Having that flexibility. So if I had the flexibility to go to the hospital and I didn't have to clock in, I still would have had my job. Yeah. So I thought about that and I said, well, why can't I do this? Why can't I have, you know, flexibility and a job mm -hmm. and make a living? So that's when I decided to my my first uh, employment or entrepreneur ventures was it was called DC Billing and Consultants. Mm -hmm. 
and my child's name is Darrell Kyler. A lot of people were like, oh my gosh, <laughs> are you in DC? I'm like, no, it's just his initials. I didn't know what else to say. Okay. Yeah. So I was not creative with the name. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, I created that and that's when I kind of started, honestly, also LinkedIn started to become a journey, um, during that time. And I got on there and it was crazy. The first month, uh, I got like four clients. They were wow. small, yeah, nothing big, but I was getting clients and I was able to pay my car note. I know it sounds so silly, but all I wanted <laughs> to do was pay my car note. Um, <laughs> that was my See, goal. It was yeah. like $500, right? My exactly. insurance and my car note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, that's my goal. And I was doing that and I felt so accomplished um, because I had went through my savings with the doctor's bills. You know, I went through everything and I just wanted to pay my car note. It's so mm-hmm. silly now, you're right? It's so, it seems so minor, but it was everything to me. Yeah. You know? um, so I continued to go on LinkedIn. I didn't create any content. I don't think I created a video until maybe January. Oh, wow. Um, but I, I, yeah, I got on LinkedIn around 2018, I would say. Started playing with it. Um, and then I saw this amazing person, which is Shanae Moray, mm-hmm. on there. And she did a video. And I don't even know what the video was about. Yeah. But she resonated with me. And I said, I think she said something like, you know, contact people. Like, you can't just be on here. Like, people aren't going to just come to you, right? Right. So you're going to have to reach out. So I reached out to her, and our first conversation was probably over an hour. And it was because she also had a two-year-old. We had a lot of of things that were in common. Yeah. And one of the things was both of our children had been sick at one point at very early ages. So she understood the isolation that I had because when your kid is, is supposedly sick, nobody, you're kind of isolated because you're not the person on Facebook showing your kid with tubes and all this stuff and, you know, in in a picture, right. Or you're not Easter hunting or or going to Halloween. He's not doing that. He's in the hospital. So it's kind of isolating. Because you see things on social media, right? And it, it kind of isolates you, even though it yeah. may be real or not real. Like people might not be happy on there, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's always portrayed. So what was interesting was I had a billing company mm-hmm. and she has a marketing company and we're both passionate about healthcare because that's who saves either our lives or our children's lives. Yeah. And we said, why don't we come together? So a lot of people told us that we were completely nuts. Like, why would you have a billing company and then a marketing company? And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I do is I can build a practice from, you know, the inception all the way until it's, you know, being an actual practice or taking insurance or cash or whatever. I can run your whole business. Yeah. But what happens is, Let's say I open your 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 healthcare business, whatever it might be, private practice. Mm-hmm. You don't have any clients. Yes. You need someone to market for you. Exactly. And that is exactly what was happening. I had opened four practices, and all of them they didn't have any clients. 
<laughs> so guess what? I wasn't getting any money because yeah, there's no yeah. billing either. Exactly. They don't have any clients. <laughs> so that's how Men's Snake Media came to be mm. because we were referring back and forth to one another. Um, she would even get, you know, marketing people and then they didn't know how to bill or they didn't have the insurance panels that they needed. They needed credentialing. Mm. So it just went back and forth and we're like, let's just form this. We get along. Um, yes. We have respect more than we get along. Mm. Um, even if I don't like what she says, I still listen to what she said. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. what you have to do in a partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, respect is first. Uh, and Absolutely. that's kind of where it's gone. So as you know, my business partner is amazing, mm-hmm. uh, with marketing. Uh, she just has this natural, people just want to listen to her. Mm-hmm. They want to look at her. They want to see what's going on. What is she doing? Yeah. And she's helped me even like kind of market my side of the business. So we started our business. Um, December of 2018, mm-hmm. and we are now in what September? Holy, September, holy yeah. moly, September. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are now billing for over 20 clients just for my billing section. Nice. Um, we are now billing for three rural hospitals, and we have four other hospitals coming up. So we have completely changed everything in our lives. Yeah. Um, our, our business has just completely, and that's just on my side, uh, her side, uh, as well for the marketing. Um, she probably also has like 15, 20 clients, um, hardcore marketing, uh, for their healthcare facilities. So we've grown from literally like five clients to over, I mean, a six figure, business is what we've done in a matter of seven months, eight months, which is amazing. Nine months, maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, so right now we're scaling. There's just so many things that we have to do. Um, one of the things that, you know, people ask me is how do you think you got here so quickly? Mm -hmm. One of the things is number one, I had a business partner. It's really hard to go this alone. Right. You oh have my God. some kind of community, so right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it scary it's to be so alone? And, and it's just like, what are they doing? Yeah. Um, I go through so, that every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you just need to call me. Just call me. <laughs> just call me and we'll be, we'll do it. We'll get it together. Um, it, it's hard to go it alone. Yeah. I have to be put in check. When you're doing this business or any type of business, you don't know everything. No. You have to be humble and ready to learn. And that's another key component, right? That we need in here. You're not perfect. No. And you've got to really check yourself. And sometimes the only person that can check yourself, check you, is your business partner. Yeah. Um, so we've had a lot of checking lately. <laughs> because we've had to scale. Mm-hmm. Um, we now have over 10 employees, wow. um, and we're just, we're just moving forward. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's so amazing. I love that story. You know, Thank um, you. for the longest time, 
you know, there's there's a big difference between a freelancer and an entrepreneur. And a lot of people can do freelancing because, you know, you don't have to you do it on your own. Again, you're using your own time. But I've been telling this to everybody in that, that I talk to, you know, when you're doing it alone, <clears throat> you only have 24 hours. As soon as you add a second person, you now have 48 hours in that 24 hours. Yet another person, you're just multiplying that time. So now your one hour becomes five hours when you have five people. You've just compounded, you know, you've exponentially expanded that hour. You know, when people say, you know, I wish there was more hours in a day. This is how you get more hours in a day. That's right. You build a team. That's right. Now you've got yep. 100 hours in that one hour, you know, because now you've got 100 people working on that same yep. project. And it, it, it makes so much sense. You know, there's, uh, there's Michael Hyatt. Um, he talks about, you know, he, he just came out with a book called Free to Focus. And a lot of time and, uh, as entrepreneurs, we are going it alone. We're going to do this alone. And sure, we have support from, your, from our spouses and our partners and our family, but we're still doing it alone. And so Michael Hyatt talks about virtual assistants, hire an assist, assistant, hire, you know, build a, a SOP or a, you know, your, um, what's that? I can't remember, but it's your process. You know, what's your process of what you're doing? And so then you can grow your business because now you have these things in place. You can bring people in to take different parts of this SOP and voila, it's, it's so powerful. And, you know, you're telling me, you know, you've got 10 employees, you've got, you, you have grown, you know, from two clients to a six figure business in eight months, nine months, which is like, wow, that's powerful. That's amazing. I love yeah. it. Well, what I love is that you explained exactly what we are trying to do in our business. Is mm -hmm. One of the things that we're doing right now is we're almost, we say that we're cloning each other. Mm -hmm. So I have a supervisor, a billing supervisor, who's able to do exactly what I can do. Because yeah. there's no way, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, we've got to humble ourselves, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We think we can do everything, but that's not the way it is, no. right? We can't do all of this stuff. No. You're never going to sleep. Mm -mm. Um, I also like the way that you said you have to basically invest to get more time. Yes. And I'll, I'll shout this out. I have a two-year-old. He mm. was not in school. Well, yeah. guess what? When I started to get 10 clients, he had to be in school. I couldn't yeah. work at night. So I had to pay the, God knows, I'm going to shout them out, $1,400 a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I totally <laughs> to get, get that. get more time. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I was upset. I was losing $1,400, but mm. look at all the time I got. You get all that So that's also scaling. You know, you got to scale your personal life yes. and you also have to scale in business. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people fail and they don't want to hand it over, but be joyous when you hand over that project and say, Oh my gosh, somebody else has it. I yes. just have to check in. Exactly. Like how cool is that? 
it is <laughs> <laughs> it is really 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 cool to be able to do that because when I started podcasting I was you know I had had the time and I was you know staying up late and I was editing all my episodes and it, one episode sure I've spent an hour recording it but it would take me another three hours to edit the episode and initially it was like all right you know this is no big deal I can just get it done have a process in place but then I had interviewed over 40 people and I have 40 episodes waiting (laughs) that's 120 hours for me to edit and I don't have 120 hours yeah you don't have it no so then I was like, you know, I'm going to bring somebody in who's an expert who can take this simple task and get it done and just give me the final product so then I can go and publish it. Right. It was, it's like a Perfect. weight off your shoulder. Like you can now Isn't think, it? oh my God. Right. And especially with the brains that we have that they're only yeah. running. Like mm-hmm. that's a nightmare. Like that's purgatory. It is. Right? You're like, oh my God, I have all this stuff to do and I can't even do it. And one of the things that I will tell people is get an assistant yeah. to make your appointments. Lord, who wants to, you know, go back and forth with someone on when can they meet? Yeah. I don't have time for that. No. No, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I now tell my assistant, and she's great, I'm Kiara, because one of the things that I... Um, I'll also give uh, just a little tip. You know that you need to scale when you start missing appointments. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and that was me. <laughs> I started missing appointments and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, why can't I do this? And what's going on? And it was because I had too much stuff, you know, or information, mm-hmm. like you said, in my brain. Yeah. And most of the time I'm driving. Mm -hmm. Or I'm multitasking and it's great because I get to send my assistant, hey, it pings in my brain. I send it to her like on base camp and I'm like, hey, make an appointment for this person. I haven't heard of it or whatever is going on. Yeah. And it's gone and I get to purge. It's almost like purging information. And you know, someone else is going to take care of it. Mm -hmm. It's it's just like what, so this is exactly what um, geniuses do, right? When they say, you know, you need to journal, that's exactly what you're doing. You're putting all your ideas down on paper. You don't have to put them on your mind anymore. They, they discovered this storage full of notes. And these notes, you know, this is Albert Einstein's storage. It was full of books with his notes. Because in order to use your mind as a processor, you need to stop making it a storage and that's what most people oh, do great. right most people do they they have all these thoughts in their heads and they're like right. someday i'm going to do this but now they're right. walking around with these backpacks and these you know these basically you're you're walking around on top of your head a big suitcase of all the ideas that you're going to do well that's going to weigh right. you down so if you write right. them down your brain is now free to process information. So just like that, you know, you're, you're handing off these tasks to somebody else so they can take an action and do it. You've delegated, you know, delegating is so important. And the more I see it, the more I realize that what I've not been doing, like I look around 
my we've moved into our house about two years ago. It's all over two years. My office still not complete because I need somebody <laughs> to help me right? Right? organize this stuff. My workshop is not complete because I don't have that extra help. You know, I'm I'm looking right. at I'm looking to my wife. I'm like, hey, can you help me? But sure. then when she's home, right. she's like, oh, I need to do this in the kitchen. I need to reorganize the right. pantry. I need to- yeah, she's got to feed you guys. She's got Hold her, on. Yeah. She's gotta, yeah, exactly. she's got stuff to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, we need somebody. <laughs> so now yeah, we're talking. I'm like, I need somebody yeah. to help me organize this office. I yep. need somebody to yep. file this stuff away. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's crazy. And, it and you know, I just moved like 30, 30 days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I am just like, oh my gosh, like who's going to help me with the closet? I mean, the, the stuff is in the closet. Yes. But I mean, we moved. So, you know, I just threw it in there. Yep. <laughs> it still needs to be organized. <laughs> right. It still needs to be organized. So that'll be on my list um, as well. Yeah. Uh, to do as well. But it's it's something. Uh, but again, I think being cognizant of that yeah. is, again, just so right. amazing and important. Yeah. I think, so, again, some people are just in their own world, think that they can do everything, and it doesn't work like that. No. It just It doesn't. And you have to delegate and you have to be okay with someone else touching your stuff. Yes. That's, that's the hardest right. thing. It's the hardest thing. I mean, the we, reason we, why you're, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. It's okay. For someone to touch your stuff or to know your little secret, right? Yes. They're still not going to make the secret sauce like you, right? No. I mean, I no. don't care what recipe mm-hmm. or whatever you're doing, but you've got to give it away. And I love the way that you said, you know, purging, getting it out of your system, getting it out of your brain. That is so important. Yeah. Because so it's important. like it's like our computers, right? Our phones. They start they start becoming really slow after a couple of years because we've you've we've stored so much stuff in it there it's running out of memory. It's not that the phones have gotten slower. They're as fast as how they were when they first, when you first bought it, they're still as fast as they, you know, the, it's just that we have, bec- we have grown, we have become faster in using our applications. Right. So, and, and when you mentioned about, you know, your closet, every three months we're going through our kids' closet. We have three kids. So every three months, every four months, like, all right, these kids are these clothes are not gonna fit in my on my one year old daughter anymore. We gotta get them out. Right. So we're doing that all the time. And like, you know, that's that's part of life. You're always growing. Like our entire body is brand new every week because we have all those dead cells are gone. We have brand new cells. So just like that, we need to be able to let go and bring people in. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So we've just got a few questions and we can wrap this up. Sure. Let's go. What is one hobby that you wish you got into? Ah, so I know this is going to sound hilarious, but I love to play video games. So I want to actually get back into the hobby of mm. playing video games. 
And one of my biggest love of video games is Call of Duty. <laughs> oh my God. That's an awesome game. Yes. I am one of those people. So before my son, I was really, really good. And yeah. I had a plan and all of that stuff. So I feel like I need to get back to that. And mm-hmm. yes, I am almost 40, but I'm good. No, absolutely. I, I, totally, I totally get that. And I would love to get back to my video gaming too. Right? I I've got a virtual reality set up and I can play all sorts of games. Recently, they just introduced, you could play racquetball by yourself in the oh, virtual awesome. room. You're inside the sphere and it's, it's crazy. All right. Next one. What is your favorite movie or TV show? So, my favorite movie, which is also hilarious, is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and it's the oh. old one with Gene Wilder. Oh, I've never seen I that one. I can sing it all. Oh, my God, you got to watch it. <laughs> I'll have it's to check it out. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, Fantastic. I'm like a kid. It's really, yeah. No, I, I'm, I totally get you, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I, I sit and watch animated movies all the time. Yeah. If I can, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. What movie would you choose if you get to play a character in it? Oh, my. So, I would say a movie, a movie, and I had one. Uh, this sounds silly, but like um, Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alice? <laughs> Absolutely, you could totally be Alice. Right? That's the uh, that's All the entire idea. Stuff and walking around. Yeah. In weird worlds, right? In a I weird guess world, guess exactly. My gaming. Yeah, and, mentality. And, and that's exactly what they did in uh, Ready Player One. They had to be right. inside this movie and play and figure out okay, what do you need to do? And and the book version sounds really cool. Um, than what they were able to squeeze into the movie. So yeah, favorite superhero. Yeah. Who would that be? Oh, my goodness. So I really, I, I still, well, right now, mm-hmm. it's Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> I like the water. How dope is that? That's a really dope movie. Right? Yeah. They did a really It was nice so work. good. Yeah. They did a really good work on that movie. Mm-hmm. And that was super cool. And I do think that, you know, I loved how they tied in, especially the oceans and how we're polluting it. Yeah. And I thought that was a really, really good touch on explaining that to people that we've got to really do something to, for our, you know, water people. Exactly. Well, there's no water people, but you know, yeah, our yeah. water animals. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. I love it. So who would be your, um, so that's your superhero Aquaman, right? Mm-hmm. Last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Oh, my clue. Clue. That's an awesome. That's Remember a fun game. clue? Yeah. That's yeah. a really fun game. I love that. Because you always have to think, and I like different alternatives, right? Yeah, and the game's yeah. never the same. Yeah, it's never the same. Awesome. Well, where can my audience find you? So you can find me on LinkedIn, and it's just Courtney Herring. Um, and then I, you know, obviously, uh, med snake media, all one word mm-hmm. dot com is my, uh, business website. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Courtney, yeah. for your time. 
I know as an entrepreneur, it's so hard to find time, but if you have the proper systems in place and a team, then we can make a more time. It's awesome. Right. Love you. Love it. Exactly. Thanks so much All for right. your time. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Congratulations, you made it to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening to our guest on this episode. Please send me an email at junaid at hexandhobbies.com to tell me what you loved about our guest today. You could find links mentioned in this episode on the hacksandhobbies.com website. 